Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp H-E-L-P. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hello and welcome to the Love Life Connection podcast, a podcast for successful women who feel like they have it all except love. I'm Veronica Grant, your host and a love and life coach. And my only goal with this podcast is to inspire you to believe in yourself and that real love is possible for you, even in our swipe right, swipe left world. You with me? Let's get started. Hello, and welcome to episode number 156 of the Love Life Connection podcast. I'm really excited to be here today, and welcome, welcome to all the new listeners. At the time of this airing, the Date Yourself Challenge is well underway, and I know that there's always an uptick in downloads and subscribes to the show, so welcome to all of the new women coming in from the Date Yourself Challenge. And if you're new to this podcast, make sure you dip back into the archives, because there's lots and lots of good stuff here so that you can learn a little bit more about my work and how it can support you in finding real love. And so we have been landing and grounding into California at the time of this recording. It's been raining pretty much nonstop. And by the way, you might hear some pitter patter of the rain in the background. Hopefully we can get most of that background noise out. But I feel like maybe it just adds to the ambiance of this episode and Maybe if you're somewhere where it's really hot or really just really stressed or whatever, then maybe the sound of the rain can calm you down a little bit. I know it calms me down a little bit and in fact makes it really hard to work or unpack or really want to do anything other than sit on my couch with a warm drink and a cozy blanket. But we are slowly settling in and turning this house into our home. And a lot of it has been giving myself lots and lots of grace and a lot of space. I'm allowing myself to um, you know, kind of overplan, like think it's going to take longer than maybe it initially would to get a room set up or get a box unpacked. And that's just allowed me to not feel as stressed and anxious to get everything unpacked and set up and organized because that's 
that's a lot of what I was really afraid of with moving and unpacking and then also running my business. And then in terms of, you know, the habits, we haven't been cooking um, the same kind of food that normally we'd be normally eating. We've been making a lot more popcorn or just really easy dishes because honestly, with unpacking, I just don't want to feel the pressure of cooking up a big storm. And that really the same goes for exercising. I've been walking my dog every day and walking around our new town or new neighborhood. But in terms of getting on class pass and going to all the classes, like I'm just giving myself grace because that's just a lot. Uh, it's a lot of pressure to put on myself. And honestly, it just takes a lot of time to do all of those things. So I'm giving myself grace and I hope that if you're going through some transition, whether it's moving or not, but just something else, you know, give yourself grace and allow yourself to be in a season of life that might look a little bit different than your quote unquote normal routine. And it's all good. It's all okay. And I've been getting a lot of questions around when am I going to start hosting local events? And that is going to be soon. So obviously, February is dedicated to the Date Yourself Challenge and finishing up enrollment to those who want to do one-on-one coaching with me and the Incubator, as well as the Love Action Tribe. And so local events here in the uh, Bay Area of California will be hopefully soon. Um, Definitely once the rain stops and it starts to get a little nicer so we can do some hikes and be outside. And it won't just be either crammed into our guest space area or some other, you know, place for rent in in Mill Valley. So that is coming soon. If you are in the Bay Area, California, Sacramento, something like that, and you want to make sure that I definitely let you know of local events, then send me an email. I'm working on getting um, all my subscribers who are in the Bay Area tagged. So if that's you, then let me know. And I'll also probably start doing some events here that might be worth traveling to, you know, that won't just be like a two hour workshop, but will actually be either a day long or even multi day long retreats, where you find your own accommodation. But you know, we plan or I plan the rest and we do coaching and yoga and all sorts of other fun activities and excursions together. So if you're interested in any of that, then definitely let me know that is definitely coming up on the horizon. All right, now on to today's episode, and I'm really excited about this topic. I know I say it every week, but whatever, I'm just really excited about all the content that I create because I'm super, super passionate about it. And I want to do this podcast because I never want to be a leader of a community like this where it's what Veronica says is what goes. And I want to encourage healthy discourse and have a discussion because I'm just as much a student as I am coach. And I think that's what makes a coach a good coach when they're always open to inquiry and to learning and to discussion and to growing. So once you listen to this podcast episode, I would love, love to hear your feedback. So come over onto Instagram. I'm Veronica E. Grant and comment on any of my photos, send me a DM. I would love to continue the conversation. And you can also go to the show notes page and leave a comment there if you're not on the if you're not on Instagram, because I really want to know what you think. And I want to hear your feedback onto this topic. So about a month ago or so I posted something about um, how, you know, I found there to be four main blocks that keep women out of love. And this is not just blocks I, you know, pulled out of my butt, but <laughs> blocks that I have just really noticed after working with a lot of women, both privately and in group settings like the Love Incubator and in the Love Action Tribe. And I found there to be these four blocks and I found there to be some similar traits and beliefs and kind of habits that they, um, 
that exhibited those those blocks. So I created a quiz. And so I was talking about the quiz and how it can help you discover what these limiting beliefs and blocks might be. And I received a comment about how she's frustrated that she's where she's sick of people telling her that women need to change and that it's men that needs to be doing this work. Either I wasn't sure if she meant instead or as well. And why is it always the burden on the woman? to do this work. And I think this is a really good point. I think there's definitely a really good question in there. This is more of a statement rather than a question, but I have received um, questions of a similar tone or or asking basically on the similar topic. So I just want to talk about it because it's 100% valid. And since I get it so much, I wanted to do a podcast about it. So here we go. So I want to start with clearing something up because there definitely is sexism when it comes to dating and when it comes to gender roles in the dating space and in relationships. And a lot of that has to do with the patriarchy. It's not any one person's fault, but it's just a whole system that is set up around men having the power and men getting to say what's normal, what's beautiful, um, all of those types of things. And so it's the patriarchy that says women are here or women's role here is to please men. So it's their job to look a certain way, act a certain way, be a certain way, et cetera, et cetera. So it means, you know, being a size eight or if you're over the age 35, that makes you a cougar or acting a certain way in terms of speaking only when spoken to. Don't be too outspoken. You might be called a bitch. You might be called aggressive or you might be called this or that or whatever it is. And that's real. It definitely exists and we're not going to stick our head in the sands and pretend like the patriarchy isn't real and it has real effects on women's and men's experience in dating and in relationships. But none of what I teach has anything to do with actually becoming more palatable to men. In fact, the core of doing the inner work of doing the work that I talk about here on the podcast and in my programs is that so that you can feel more confident in being who you are. So you don't feel like you have to be someone else in order to be good enough or worthy of someone's time, love or attention. I find a lot of women try to conform themselves to the person they're dating to try to avoid rejection and to be likable. And I think we do, we've, we're all guilty of this. And if you, and if someone claims they're not guilty of this, it's probably a lack of self-awareness rather than the statement actually being true. We're either consciously doing it or unconsciously doing it, unless we've been able to build that awareness of seeing how we might do these things and bring it into the conscious mind. And that's essentially how we create change. So we've all done it. I've done it. You've done it. So if you've done it, it's, it's, it's normal. It's fine. It's, um, it's part of what the patriarchy has said about men and women in the dating space. And a big reason why we do that is because what does being rejected by someone or feeling judged bring up? Well, it's going to be specifically different for every person, but generally speaking, it's going to bring up core wounds or old beliefs. And when something bumps up against that, it really, really hurts. So of course, we're going to do things in order to avoid feeling that pain. So look, there are no guarantees in life and love certainly isn't any exception to that rule. I don't care how much work you've done. I don't care how enlightened you are. There will be rejection and disappointment involved if you are looking for love. And if you just do not want to deal with rejection and disappointment, then you shouldn't be shopping in love. The love department, you should be shopping in Zappos or something like that where you get more guarantees. Um, and rejection and disappointment, that's just 
being human. And there's no way to avoid that unless you, in fact, are not human and are actually God, which as far as I know, none of us are that. So you do this work not to rejection-proof yourself, but to build rejection resilience so that when you do get disappointed or when you do get rejected or something quote-unquote bad happens, it doesn't ruin your life for a week or a month or even years. Yes, it's going to sting. Yes, it's going to suck. But the difference is when you're rejection resilient, it doesn't have to bring down your sense of self-worth or outlook on life. And, and this is really important, so make sure you pay attention, maybe even jot this down. When you bring a past dating hurts and experiences into your new date or your new relationship, you're so much more likely to sabotage it, not trust him or the relationship or yourself when you're bringing in all of these old um, expectations and experiences, which is, and then in turn creates your beliefs and then in turn creates your actions. So, This brings me to the big point here that I want to make, and then I'll talk about my next big point. But the big point here is that you're doing this work so that you can kind of start each new dating experience and new relationship with a clean slate. So you can look back at your past relationship, learn the soul lessons, get what you get what you needed to get out of that relationship and then move forward feeling stronger and more empowered rather than defeated and oh I hope this one works because when you're approaching a new date or a new relationship from that perspective it's going to be hard to make anything work no matter who the other person is and what potential might be there. And this brings me to my next big point and that is like attracts like period. So if you're attracting emotionally unavailable men, there's a really good chance that you're also emotionally unavailable. Now, I know this can be hard to hear sometimes. And honestly, this is the number one insight that a lot of women realize when they go through my date yourself challenge or work with me in a deeper way. And know that saying, oh, I want a relationship, I really want a relationship, I want a relationship is very different than actually emotionally really truly being there. I talk a lot about growth and there's four areas of growth. There's the physical, the mental, emotional, and spiritual. And mentally, usually for most people when you're dating or listening to podcasts like this, you're mentally there. You want a relationship. But often the emotional and potentially even the spiritual realm are a little bit behind and we're not even necessarily aware that emotionally, we're not quite there ready for a relationship. Now, I'm not saying this is true for every single person listening. But if you've never considered the possibility of you not being emotionally ready or available for a relationship, I want you to consider it, especially if you find yourself keeping attracting emotionally unavailable men over and over and over again. And know that being emotionally unavailable can look very, very different between different people and then also between different genders because there are societal norms and things that we kind of play into as men and women in our society. So maybe for a man, being emotionally unavailable looks like he's being non-committal or just wanting to date a bunch of women or only wanting sex, right? But for a woman, it might actually look very different, but the core issue, the emotion of not being emotionally unavailable, 
of not being emotionally available is still there. So maybe it looks like not putting all your eggs in one basket and wanting to date multiple people so that if one person doesn't work out, you won't be that disappointed because you have other people to fall back on. Or maybe it means not trusting the other person and assuming that the other person is always out to get you or will do this or do that to to hurt you. Or maybe it's simply not sharing how you feel and just expecting or assuming or wanting the other person to do all the texting, do all the asking out, and you're not giving him any kind of bone that you are interested in him and you won't reject him if he were to ask you out. And those are just examples. I'm not saying those are the only ways women can be emotionally unavailable. I mean, maybe you're non-committal. Um, as well. So there could be a lot of different things. But I know that if you are attracting emotionally unavailable people, there's a good chance you are also emotionally unavailable. And that goes back down to core wounds and beliefs that you created based on things that happened early on. Yes, in previous relationships, but more likely it originated from childhood and the relationships you had with your parents, what you saw between them, and potentially even relationships with your siblings as well. Because the truth is, is that there are a lot of men who are kind, who are compassionate, loving, and deep, and want what you want. But if you have a lot of those fears or core wounds blocking you from really being open to truly being intimate and letting someone in, it doesn't matter how much you mentally want a relationship. If you're emotionally not there, you're just simply not going to attract those people. We attract based on how we're actually feeling, not what we're thinking. If we could attract based on simply what we were thinking, then we'd all have exactly what we want, because it's easy to think about what you want, but to feel and to really be open with that and and allow those fears to, yes, be there, but not control you or overpower you, that's a lot more work. So remember, you are the common denominator in all of your past relationships. It's not about blaming yourself, but it is about taking responsibility and asking yourself some tough, uncomfortable questions because I don't believe anyone is broken or needs to be fixed in order to attract in real love, but you do need to ask yourself from where inside of you are you attracting the relationships that you're bringing into your life. So no, you don't need to do the work because women are inferior to men or you need to do the work while men get off scot-free. I don't fall or buy into that at all. You do the work for you because you want to feel joy and you want to love more deeply and because you deeply want a committed partnership and you want to attract in someone who is operating on the same emotional plane as you. So it's your job to get there first. And the moment that you start just looking outside yourself and point fingers and blame is the moment that you are emotionally cutting down. And you want to feel sovereign in your life and in your relationships. And these are all really good reasons to do this work. This work is for you. And the good news is that there's so many benefits to reap from being on this journey. You'll grow in your relationships, in your career, your health, money, friendships, and so much more. All right, I hope this was helpful, and I hope you got some insight. So please let me know your thoughts over on Instagram. I'm Veronica E. Grant, or on the show notes page, which is veronicagrant.com forward slash episode 156. And that is all I have for you today. And if you love this episode and this podcast, please take a moment to leave a quick rating or review on iTunes. It really helps to get the show out to more women just like you. And I'm so, so appreciative of it. 
All right, my dears, the rain seems to be picking up, so this must be my signal that it's time to sign off, and I will see you next week with a brand new coaching episode of the Love Life Connection podcast. See you then. Thanks for listening to the Love Life Connection podcast. Find the show notes to this episode and all episodes at veronicagrant.com forward slash podcast. You can also grab bonus downloads and more resources to help you find love at veronicagrant.com. That's also the place you can learn more about my private love and relationship coaching and group coaching programs. And if you love this podcast, it would mean so much to me if you took a moment to leave a rating or review in iTunes. It helps me to build this amazing community and help more amazing women like yourself find real love. And until next time, remember remember this, wherever you are is exactly where you need to be. You aren't broken. You don't need to be fixed. And even if you've never had the relationship you want before, it doesn't mean you can't have it now. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.